Welcome back to episode 56 of Built for Better. Today I've got Jace Lister in the house. Uh, this is the first podcast I've done face-to-face in, I don't know how long, bloody COVID. Anyhow, before we get into it, let's roll the intro. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more. I'm sick of us not doing this right, that's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more wasted energy spending a pace for every hour of waste. I need an escape to center me. And I don't mean to make a rush for the door, but time's a currency. I'm currently poor. I'll be leaving it soon. I don't mean to be rude, but this scene ain't for me. Like your mom's seeing your nudes. Jace Lister, what's up? You nearly uh, seen me have the all time blow up. Uh, we're recording on one mic. I've got three of them sitting in front of me. For some reason, I can't get them to work today. I've never had this problem before. But here we are, one mic. We'll lean in and out. Lucky there's no video to go with it. It's been happening. No, I'm not a great deal, mate. Just uh, enjoying my time off from work here. What's your new arrangement with work? Is it seven on, seven off? Yeah, it's seven on, seven off. Rasta, so you do seven days, seven off, seven nights, seven off. Um, yeah, basically machine operations, excavator, dozer. Yeah, making a bit of mud and pumping it back to the mill to produce some gold bars, hopefully. And um, are you glad that you made the move back home? So yeah, you've been yeah. obviously mining for how many years? Oh, I think 20-odd, thereabouts, yeah. Best part of, yeah, definitely allowed to be home. Um, six years away was a, a long time, and uh, I suppose the, you miss out on a lot. Um, not only family time, but just your mates, mateship and stuff like that. Getting down, have a few beers at the pub or something like that. Just, just doesn't seem to happen when you're working away, that's for sure. And was it when Mineral Hill first closed? Is that when you moved away to go mining? That was out Lake Cow, yeah. So, so you were at Mineral Hill, yeah? Yeah, way back. And that like, closed and you went out to... Yeah, back out to Lake Cow for, um, I was out there for 12 years, yeah, and then... Yeah, finished up out there and made the move to uh, Tom Ingley. Spent about three years in Tom Ingley and, uh, yeah, she well, got made redundant over there just because it was uh, the end of its life. And then, um, yeah, ventured on to Mudgee or out at Wallah, out to Wilpenjong in the coal. So. How long were you out there for? Yeah, just going on three years in the coal, yeah. It was it's pretty interesting, different, different sort of a whole different world to uh, gold mining, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What's the difference between gold mining and gold? Yeah, I'd, like coal mining, I always look at it essentially playing uh, rugby league to play in rugby union. Yeah, in uh, coal you've got more players, lots of different technology and things like that, like robot dozers and stuff like that, uh, and just massive scale-wise compared to, like, one hole in the ground. Yeah, there was, I think we had eight, nine active pits over there, which are strips, so. It Completely was, different, eh? Yeah, huge, huge. I guess same principles, though, like. Yeah, machine-wise, yeah. machine operations was, yeah, totally, totally pretty much very similar. Um, a lot of different rules and a lot of, like, I suppose, procedures and stuff like that that had to be met and kept, and if you didn't, well... <laughs> They weren't, they weren't sure I'm kicking you out the gate, that's for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Oh, geez, that seems like a lifetime ago now. Um, so I, I grew up back in Peak Hill. Um, yeah, born and bred in Peak Hill. I spent the first 17 years over there. Um, yeah, running around, uh, having a good time. Good place to grow up. 
then uh, went away to boarding school for the last two years of my life, or schooling life, I should say, and uh, met some really good people there, and um, ended up basically out in Condola with uh, James O'Donnell, one of my good mates here, passed away now, but um, that's how I pretty much ended up out in Condo. Where'd you go away to school at? Down at uh, All Saints in Bathurst. And was that year 11 and 12? Yeah, year 11 and 12, yeah. So pretty much um, all my sisters, apart from two, went to All Saints. And, and my dad, he was there with an old boy. So, yeah, I got to go. It was pretty lucky to get to go, really. Like, yeah. I didn't want to go. Didn't want to leave home. It was unfamiliar. You know, like, you get set in your ways, especially being a, I suppose, a teenager. At that stage, Sound like a beer too and, like. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to leave. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was a Coke Zero. Yeah, so that yeah, ended up down there. Probably the best thing that ever happened to me, really. And then came out the condo in, I think it was about well, 90, so end of 95. Did all the partying and stuff like that, country parties in Wellington. All the good stuff you got to do back then. Did you ever get days? into the BNSs? You strike me as a BNS. <laughs> yeah, I went to a few. <laughs> yeah, quite a few BNSs. Uh, uh, that was good old days. Like, really wasn't. Nothing was too strict. I don't think. You, you sort of got away with a bit, but you know, around your rat bags, you weren't weren't reckless. I suppose you were reckless too. I suppose you'd be driving and stuff like that got in the way of things. You but could get away with it back then, though, couldn't you? A, a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. I don't know whether you're cautious or not, but. You can still get away with it a little bit, yeah. But no, that's... And what uh, What was your first job you went into after school? So after school, I went into... Um, I, did, I dabbled in mining for a bit, like out at Ningen, um, that year of Lambone. But, geez, I think that lasted about six months. And he's been 18 and playing rugby union over there for the Bogan Bulls at that stage. Didn't like working weekends much, so... Did you play rugby union as a kid as well? No, played so- soccer right right the way through for oh, crikey's in the younger years, anyways, like primary years, and then got into rugby league, and then of course boarding school was union flat out. So it's hard to go from soccer to rugby, huh? Like yeah, the right. contact. Yeah, contact side of it. For you sure. need to learn to tackle as a kid, really, don't you? Yep, yep. Tackling, yeah, it's one thing you do need to learn, yeah. Yeah. But um, I suppose, like, soccer was good in that stage, like, hand-foot coordination, or eye-foot coordination, not hand-foot, but, uh, yeah, that, that worked well. And, like, rugby union, it was... The hardest thing was knowing what to do, like, when to hold on to the ball, you kick the ball, you know. Like. Yeah, I played it for, like, I was five or six years, and I still don't really know the rules. Yeah. Worst part is a kick-off, knowing where to stand, it was like... Oh, I'll just stand here, that'll do, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're looking around, it's like, oh, I'll stand here, that'll be right. They won't kick the ball to me. <laughs> and uh, how were you with the social life of rugby union? Was yeah. it good? No, it was good, yeah, yeah. especially. That's what I mean, the, the mining job didn't last long, being 18 and wanting to play rugby, that's for sure. So, so it was either, you know, go to work or play rugby union. I thought, oh, I like playing rugby then too. So, yeah, ended up not mining for very long <laughs> the first go. But, uh, yeah, like, that's what, and then, like, moving to condo, played, played a season here with the boys, and I give up rugby probably way too early, but I just sort of wasn't feeling it anymore either, so, like, at school, at like year 12, or oh, well, year 11, 12, sort of played first grade, or first 15, as they call it, 
it's the highest level at boarding school, which is good. Yeah. Got, like um, a couple of fellas went went on to you know bigger and better pastures. Scotty Stanforth, he went on to play for he played for Australia. Yeah, nice. Then went to Western Force. Uh, oh, he was at the Waratahs for a bit. Western Force, and then essentially went into retirement. But yeah, he was a he's one bloke you like to have on your side. That's for sure. Going through the school years as well. So yeah. And who did you play with when you come back to Condo when you had a season? Who was playing then? Oh, crikey. Matty Kendall, Biggles. Yeah, Biggles. Yeah, I think Matty Kendall. Um, Pete Starkey. Pete Starkey, yeah. Yep, Tom. Yeah, good, that would have been a good crew. Yeah, yeah War- good Warwick. Um, <laughs> yeah, Warwick Lang. Lang yeah, yeah, Greg Lang. Um, yeah, they were good days. A couple of the bus trips that I went on the... A few of them boys were still playing when I first started. It was yeah. so much fun. Marky oh yeah. The whip, the whip was there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, good, good fun. Like I say, I'd probably give up way too early. Is that because you went back mining? Do you think, and you were missing week on week off? Yeah, mine, mining. That's what man gets in the way of living, really. Yeah. Like, um, you sacrifice a lot to be a miner. That's for sure. Like, yeah. I mean, look back, and as I say, hindsight's twenty twenty, but. Uh, the things I've missed, you know, you'd never get again. Yeah. Like, mates bucks parties and things like that, you know. It's like yeah. Sisters' birthdays, like big ones like 50s and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So you said you'd been away six years, mine and like... Yeah, just about. How yeah. old's Emily, your youngest? M's five now, so... Yeah. yeah. So, so 2012. Yeah. No, sorry. Where'd Karen come into the cards at? Oh, crikey, that was... <laughs> Yeah, that was a long time ago now. It's pretty funny. You remember it like yesterday. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, I do, yeah. Myself and Blocker, I used to make him park out in front of the bloody chemist and the camera was working with the <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I was like, just wait here, you should be out in five, I reckon. <laughs> Blocker was like, come on, we're going to go to the pub. Anyway, so, yeah, sit across here and wait there. I said to Blocker, I reckon I'll. I reckon I'll, I'll be able to go go out with you one day. <laughs> we always joked, yeah, and he always told me it was a dream, and you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you are, eh? Three kids <laughs> later. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty, yeah, pretty wild when you look back on it, you know. Yeah. To drink down at the pub with her old man, not knowing that, you know, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Near, near Karen's old man, real well before I even met Karen, I can't, you know. Yeah. Start going out, I suppose. You're blushing yeah. by the looks yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, all 20 me. people who listen to this will be getting a giggle. <laughs> um, tell us about getting into training. What was your motivation behind that? Yeah, coming down to the gym, down the LTS. Was that the first bit of... Did you train much growing up, like while you are playing rugby and uh, that sort of stuff? N- never, never weight training or... So it was just football training, essentially, so... Tackle, ball skills, kicking, yeah, push ups, sit ups, yeah. you know, maybe the odd burpee, I can remember, and Bible runs. Did you ever do coat hangers? No. Was where you started on the 50 and you had to run down around the post, back up through the other post, and then back where you started? No. That's no. what we always used to yeah. get punished with when we played up at footy training. <laughs> no, yours was Bible run. What's that? So full lap. 800 metres. Full, Two laps. Full full squad, yeah. Yeah. So from sprint from front to back. Yeah. Until you finished. Yeah, right. That sounds horrible as well. It wasn't good. But um yeah, yeah, um getting getting down to the gym was um I suppose 
Karen also started it for me. Like, oh, always mucked around in the backyard and I went down there. Karen been training about 12 or 18 months before you started? Yeah, about about 12 months, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, she really, I suppose, kicked my ass into gear. Um, I, knew, I knew I had the potential to do what I needed to do, but um, I was just getting there. And, and, and the point of making time, when you think, oh, I haven't got enough time, or... That's you're just bullshitting yourself that you haven't got enough time. Yeah. Like you got time in the morning, you got time in the afternoon. Like you, it's not like you've got to make it, it's there. You know, you just got to tell yourself to go and do it. I mean, if you're always waiting for that magic hour to pop up, it's never going to pop up, is it? Like, no, no, it doesn't. Just you, you, I used to make time to go and have a beer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 100%, there's always time for that. Like, never missed out. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured, you know, it's a to give up the beers, well, not so much give them up, because I still, still enjoy my beer and that, but um, yeah, it was 100% worth the effort. I'm 43 and fitter and stronger than I think I've ever been. So. Obviously, you'd be pretty proud of Karen. She's had a big transformation. Yeah, it? huge transformation. And I mean, um, not only that, in that, in that time frame where I wasn't even here, so yeah, that's just a massive effort on like on a grand scale I reckon like three yeah. kids lunches every day <laughs> going to work by herself as well yeah she did work full time the whole time yeah, as full well full time yeah, yeah whole time yeah and I'll blow up <laughs> every morning you know like come on sit down have your breakfast and it's like yeah, be hard yakker no. on your own, wouldn't it? <laughs> never right? let on, never let on. I don't know how you've done it for yourself. You know? Never <laughs> ever say that. She <laughs> won't listen anyways. No. Jeez, no. <laughs> no. I'd hate for her to go away for a week or so. Yeah. I'd, I'd be done. I'd have to bring in the recruits, <laughs> I reckon. Ah, uh, you'd be right. Yeah. Um, so, like, after you joined, you're probably one of the most naturally skilled to pick up some of the movements that I've seen. Like, everything just comes pretty natural to you. Yeah, I suppose I'm pretty pig-headed in that way too. Like, I like, I like to perfect things when I know I'm capable of doing that, I suppose. That's one way of saying it. I've always been pretty well-balanced and um, pretty good on my feet, really. So I've <clears throat> been pretty lucky that way. Um, I suppose short in stature and pretty, you know, pretty strong, decent that way. Um, yeah, so I like, I like the movements too. Like, yeah. When you see someone else doing them, you think, I want to have a crack at that. Like, that's that's just like, oh, I suppose very impressionable. Always have been, you know. If I like something that clicks in my head, it's like, oh, I reckon I'll be able to do that. Yeah, and snatch was something that you really struggled with, and it used to eat your pie. Yeah, and I still that's still one of my Achilles in the gym is the snatch. Yeah, I mean I got forty kilos above my head the other day and. I wasn't jackhammering, like, <laughs> cutting washes or, you know, like, yeah. um, and I got it back up and I was like, well, I totally surprised myself, so onwards and upwards from there, I suppose, I'll just yeah. stick at the 40 and make sure I get it right, get it right. yeah, because... It's your mobility that's letting you down, yeah. though, nothing else. No, that's right, yeah, yeah. and I mean, the, the Olympic lifting side of it all, it's the challenge that I know I haven't nailed 100% yet. Yeah. The, the other anything gymnastic y though you've yeah. really picked up well like the anything on the bar or you like yeah. your handstand work and stuff going really well yeah that's yeah that's the other one like the handstand walks yeah <laughs> really got the nail. next thing isn't it yeah but um yeah i, I don't know I just 
so I don't know whether it's the three movements or that I've got to get nailed and rock bottom in my head, but uh, they're, they're starting to come along. I feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's some of the biggest things you've learned about nutrition? Well, I just, you know, intake and what your macros, proteins, carbs, and that's just, that was phenomenal. Like, even when I went on the weight loss journey and Crikey's, I got down to like 75 kilos. Like I'm about, I'm carrying about 80, one or two there now, sitting here, but uh, Crikey's, when I was at 75 kilos. Not much. I felt, yeah. Nah, I felt like a whipper. Like, I didn't, I don't think I had the strength I had, but as far as like wanting to nail the ring muscle up, and I was like, geez, I don't think I'd be able to do that. It just pops straight up, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. that was pretty impressive, I was pretty impressed with that. It's kind of like a sacrifice you have to make really, isn't it, like to get gymnastic stuff kind of better, like, you know, your muscle ups or your pull ups and whatnot. Yeah, but, but then it, you lose your strength as well, like yeah. if you get too light, so it's getting that happy medium, I guess. Yeah, but like that, as far as nutrition, and I did that, um, that challenge, that, so I went without alcohol for I think I did about 78 days yeah what was that that was um what was his name the, the mindset mentor um podcast yeah I can't, can't think of his name off the top of my head but um just got me interested in the, in the first challenge I, I sort of ever done I think you come on with me for a bit and that's yeah where... I didn't know we just had the kid I think <laughs> and it was just not working for me but like the new what the... was the do you remember what you had to do yeah it was journal which I'm still shit up on don't do anyways um <coughs> no alcohol 45 minutes of exercise um cold showers which i still do today and it was the fifth pillar um yeah i can't recall and how many was. days was it 60 days yeah it was a 60 day challenge yeah so yeah. essentially two months but yeah yeah it was interesting just to see if you know challenge myself to do it yeah. I think the longest thing I got out of, or the most continuing thing I got out of, was cold showers. That's all. Yeah. I got that. And it's, yeah. It's almost. I think I'm seven days off. Two years. Straight. Straight cold showers. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, have a. How have do you a, feel out after a cold shower? Oh, it's there's nothing else. I don't think you can beat you. <coughs> you not, do feel good, don't you? Like yeah. you feel like a. I remember listening to people say that before and think you're a fucking wanker. Yeah. I don't, and people still ask you, what, yeah. what's the benefit of it? And I'm like, I don't know, just... <laughs> but there is, like, it's like for me, your metabolism and, like, I think it's brown fat and stuff like that that activates it. Uh, but um, definitely, well, if not, it wakes you up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. For sure, you know. It never gets easier, though, would you say? Like, it's always it's, hard. Like, it's probably not as hard as the first, probably, nah, month. But, nah. like, I don't do it very often anymore but when i do um like it's never easy you know yeah no but that's i think the thing that we do too like and i think that's the benefit of it is we avoid things in life that are hard do you know like and sometimes avoiding things that are hard isn't the right way to go and just attacking that cold shower first thing in the morning just gives you the confidence that maybe i can take that harder route yeah you know you're getting up like i know what i'm getting up to go to because it's just i suppose it's imprinted now just that that's what I do um I'm like I, I went I think 90 of those days where it was just plain cold so cold at night cold in the morning <laughs> oh, no way. down at Mudgee or down at Wallah coming straight out of a cement tank you know it was cold it was cold down there yeah but, um, 
Yeah, I did it when we were at the snow one year. Like, I was the same as you, like, in a bit of a habit. And it was, it's a big difference. Yeah, I've always, you see the, like, the Wim Hof mm. um, things come up. I said, I wouldn't mind going down and doing one of those, you know, just to see what was involved with it. Or, like, crazy fellow. Well, not crazy, but, you know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, there's one at Threadbow. They do, like, a walk to a summit. Like, yeah, similar that, that's, to, like, that's exactly the one yeah, I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't got there. Like, oh no. <laughs> I don't know if it's my type of enjoyment to go and waste two, two days See, doing that. To, you to learn a lot about yourself, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's like interesting to see though, like the shift that you've had though, like taking yeah. on things like that, like doing no alcohol. That was a big thing for you at the time. Wasn't that was huge. Like, geez, I've never not had a beer on a weekend ever, you know, and then being away from home especially on the cross shift you know you go from days to nights you know it's generally like oh, sit down have a beer with the boys and have a yarn you know and just a, sitting at home back in the workhouse by myself knowing that you know take temptation right out of it yeah um, could you go sit there and not have a beer or yeah yeah I did, and I did in the end just to you know even even like go to the pub in town when I come home and have a Coke Zero or something that was I think the hardest bit is like the thought of what people think like this is the thing that I struggled with the most is like how many people would say to me like oh why are you having a beer or why are you doing this yeah. and it was like because I don't want to you yeah. know like it's not like I'm a non-drinker or but I don't want to have one today because yeah. like I want to get up at six o'clock and train tomorrow you know and yeah. I know them six beers are going to affect it and I might as well not get up <laughs> like That's that was hard for me to yeah to do yeah. and even to this day I think like even people are a bit more um, like understand and have seen it enough now yeah. but um, still like I'll go somewhere for dinner and they'll be like oh well, you're not not having a beer tonight and I'd be like no. saying no doesn't worry me now no that's right no totally I'm the same as well whereas like for sure 100% was just group mentality that I would get in the habit of having one even when I didn't want one yeah I'd just have a beer you know so. well if I want one now I'll have it there's yeah. no issues no like. that's right you know but it, I, th- I figured I know sort of limit wise as well yeah whereas before I'd like, have it you sit down you wake up in the morning and think did I drink that box of beer last night and then, yeah of course you did <laughs> to now like probably six beers you know it's, yeah it's a pretty good limiter like that's what you just you're, you're, I'm a mess in the morning anyway, you know. But yeah. Not hungover, but just not motivated as well. And, but like, I suppose, like you say, getting back to that nutrition question that you asked, is just is with your macros, knowing what you can and can't eat, but the amount that you can eat and stay within your calorie limit, that was that was a real big thing that got me. So, and when I was way out of a set menu, so... I knew what I was buying every week, whether I shopped at the Audis on my way back to work or at um, Woolworths, depending on, you know, what week I wanted. So I had a little bit of variety, but not a great deal. I think fellas, I find, are more than happy to eat the same thing same more thing. often. Yeah, yeah. Um, where ladies aren't. Yeah. Uh, they want a bit more variety. Yeah. No, I was just like, yeah, a bit of a morning ham salad for lunch. Yeah. And then either chicken or pork for tea <laughs> with some steamed veggies on the side you know yeah it's amazing how much weight it just falls off you like once you start eating the right stuff like that's a huge thing that I've taken out of this whole journey really is is nutrition it's just 
Unbelievable. Had you tried many diets or things to lose weight in the past? <laughs> Mate, I tried everything. Yeah, like you say, you every excuse under the sun, like old shakes. Yeah. So, you know, I know you need to see this new one, you know, McDougal for whatever his name is, the man shakes the and man stuff shake, like that. Yeah. It's all well and good, you know, to drink a man shake and then lay around on the couch all day and think you're going to lose weight, but it doesn't work. You know, it's like drinking diet coke, same thing. Yeah. Sitting on the couch afterwards. But, um, Oh yeah, yeah. Been shift work. You find every single way to try and lose weight. You know, even on the bloody um, oh, what are those little pills called? Anyways, I tried them, <laughs> but yeah, I can't can't think of the name. Basically, prescribed speed. Duramine. Duramine. That's them. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought the doctors. Yeah, yeah, Did they knock the weight off you? Didn't do anything. Yeah, right. No, didn't. Like, I found that I could have a Duramine, stay awake all night, work like a champion, <laughs> still eat the same. But yeah. That's the thing, you're still eating the same, aren't you? Yeah, like, that, that, nothing changes. It just, I reckon it just stirs everything up, like, stirs your whole metabolism up. And it's like. That's the thing, like, unless you're going to educate yourself about nutrition and learn about, you know, what you should, what you shouldn't eat, and try and make it fit what you like, your budget, your lifestyle, yeah. it's never going to work and it's never going to be sustainable. No. Nah, jeez. Like, I think it's about 160 bucks a pop for a script or something like that too. So yeah, I don't know how people do it really. Or... But what are you going to stay on that forever? Even if you do yeah. lose the weight, do you nah, know what I mean? Like nah. you couldn't do it. You, you, I don't your teeth at the end. Look. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you want a good, you know, good built up dentist buddy cover or whatever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Rubber and teeth. What is it about like training with kids and stuff too? How's that made your life easier? Oh yeah, especially like the kids. Very active, two little boys like Sonny and Rowley and NM, they're all active kids. So. If anyone's listening to this and don't know them, they are <laughs> active <laughs> kids too. Yeah, flat out, you know, like they just want to have a go at everything too, which is which is not a bad thing, you know. Straight off the bat, you know, I got them all into motorbikes. That's, you know, more so my doings as well as anything. Like Karen, she was riding into horses too, but yeah, changed her too. She's, she likes the metal horses now, which is good. So, But yeah, apart from that, motorbikes they want to do everything else too so it's football you know soccer what yeah soccer and uh like i know motorbikes are always a priority like then football soccer you know cricket i'm just like what do you want to play cricket <laughs> you know, i'm not a cricket fan like I, I, I love cricket back sort of in the end of the 90s and stuff like that you know one day is and back in glimmergrad dean jones and all that sort of fellas are playing that was good cricket i can't i sort of can't watch it these days 2020s all right yeah big bash so, but um i said look at you don't want to play cricket you know it's probably not a good thing but anyway we they'll play cricket and do whatever but but yeah it made, made it 100 percent easier to keep up and run around and actually you know come out and play football you know like, so you can go and kick the ball whereas before it'd be like you you just went yeah you weren't motivated i wasn't motivated like I suppose it's, I'm a lot more fun now than what yeah. it would have been if I'd, have, I'd be still, you know, drinking cans of beer, watching them kick the football themselves. So instead of getting in amongst it, instead of getting it. in amongst it, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. But now it's yeah, you do that first. What's what what goals do you have now moving forward? Oh, goal wise, is just continue, you know, going to the gym. Like mate, been struggling with motivation a fair bit just of late, you know, getting back home and. <coughs> um, I suppose the whole routine changes again, getting back used to the home life, 
being at home. It's a big change though. Hey? But it's huge, yeah. Like, essentially, like, like I say, being away for so long and then coming home and I found myself, you know, <laughs> get home from work, pack me stuff, do whatever I had to do, start packing lunches for the next day and Karen sort of looked at me it's like, you're going to wash the kids or <laughs> put them through the bath or help us with tea or something like that. Oh, shit, yeah, that's right. I can do all that stuff again now. And it's just totally not used to it. But, uh, yeah, I suppose one of the biggest goals is really to get, old, get the old house painted and stuff like that down the road. And, um, yeah, look at building out the block. Yeah, that's got to be pretty much a long-term goal anyway. So. How has the block been like obviously how long ago has it been since you bought that now i think it's going yeah nearly 18 months something like that yeah yeah no good yeah um how many acres on the river 30 about 35 yeah yeah and the plans to build out there yeah 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 eventually yeah love to um get there we're sort of working too anyway so yeah yeah good for the kids get some out of town they can run around be themselves and sort of not much they can eat out there by themselves. <laughs> so. um, that's what I was thinking. The other challenge would have been something to do with reading in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. Because you've taken on reading a bit, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, Um We all read it growing up. No. Nah, nah. Me either. <laughs> like a mad magazine or, you know, the picture magazine. You read, <laughs> read the jokes in it and you know, that's about it. But um, as far as reading a like, yeah, book, no. I think, I think I read one book. Yeah, when I was a kid, that's about it. And then, yeah, Are you like, reading anything at the moment? Not at the moment. I just looked at that Limitless by Jim Quick there this morning. Like, Have you got it at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that book. Um, oh, you finished it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finished it's that good, book. eh? Yeah. I've seen him live, actually, at an event. That, that'd be so good. Yeah, I reckon it would. Like, for a bloke that... Like, the challenges that he had growing up, like, just telling himself that he'd never amount to anything to being a bloke now that's yeah, presenting himself on stage to I suppose millions of people yeah yeah it just shows that if yeah you I think it, I can't remember the exact story but it was something about his teacher called him brain dead or something yeah it? yeah like he thought it was yeah. yeah they were looking at a say a fire truck or something outside this school window or something or other and he was on a chair and <laughs> something happened and knocked one of the other kids or something knocked him off and he hit his head on the oil cooler or something yeah and um yeah, had a brain injury from it. And so it's, yeah, yeah, teachers. Now he like, works with, like, <laughs> yeah, CEOs, actors, yeah. athletes. Yeah, Teach, teachers, and they're, they're not useless, and they can overcome it, so. Yeah, he's so smart. Yeah, that, and um, just a, I read another book that was based on the Comanche, it's the Empire of the Summer Moon. I don't know why that sort of cowboy Indian stuff sort of interests me, but it does, and, um, yeah, I read that book and was... Yeah, and then you dive pretty heavily into listening to books as well. Yeah, audio like, books. Yeah. yeah. It was um, Dave Goggins, um, audio book. It Can't Hurt Me. That was so obvious. I've listened to that probably three or four times now. And that Breathe book, you uh, breath, yeah, got yeah, into yeah. that, didn't yeah. you? James Nestor. Still taping your mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's... Do you wake up with the tape on your mouth? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, just a bit of sound. Every time tape. I try it, I wake up and the tape's gone. Yeah. I don't know if I rip it off through the night or what. Maybe, I don't know. I don't, I, um, yeah, I, I started doing that when I was back out of, out of Mudgee, out of Willara, and uh, it just came out of that audio book, you know, just to 
teach yourself to nasal breathe again. Um, it's like the, the you're saying how the human race, like the skull has changed over the last couple. Yeah, it's so years. interesting when you get into yeah. it. Hey, I read it after you told me about it. To listen, like, and like I, I was, that was one probably good thing about being away from homework and so that three and a bit hour road trip, so I could get an audio book in and uh, not have any interruptions. So. And in the machinery, can you throw like a podcast or audio book on? Yeah, yeah you, you can to a certain degree, but you, you've got to sort of yeah, have your radio on, like, and I suppose just 85 other bits of equipment and stuff like that operating right, around. you really got to, yeah, you got to listen to your two-way things like that, so you get fairly interrupted. It doesn't seem... Not for a book, it'd probably be all right for a podcast or well, something. Podcasts are good, yeah, especially because I got right into Joe Rogan. Um, Flat out into Joe Rogan actually, and he put still me, or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've sort of gone off them a bit because I, I don't. It's only about a forty-five minute trip out to Mineral Hill and back in, and then the machines out there aren't equipped with the uh, Bluetooth oh. technology and stuff like that. A bit older machines, but uh, do you have uh, wireless earphones? Yeah, I do, but same thing. Like yeah, noise can't can't there, can't, yeah, yeah. You, you can have them, but um, yeah, you'll probably miss Is there them. a good investment, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, they're real good. So I sort of generally just chuck them in, in the bus and, yeah, I haven't, haven't really tried to start listening to the podcast. But, yeah, since you threw Joe, like the Joe Rogan podcast, I've got... It's too long for me. I can't stay into it for that long. Yeah. But if I had a trip, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, totally the, yeah, the three and a half hour trip that I could get it in, so, yeah. But yeah, put me on the James Nestor and things like that to have a listen to. And that, oh, Rhonda Patrick, she's she's pretty interesting. Yeah. To, yeah. Um, I normally wait for uh, someone to share something about Joe Rogan podcast and I go listen yeah. to it. Like if it's a really good one, you normally see three or four people share. Yeah, that's right. Share yeah, it right. and then... Because he does one every day and they're yeah. about three hours long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got three hours to listen no, every I've, day. I've dabbled in a bit of his... Like, he plugs a... Blue Moon beer and the buddy Buffalo Trace whiskey, so I don't know. I'll give them a shot. That yeah, they're pretty good drops well, too. <laughs> so the the podcast advertising <laughs> does work. Yeah, hey? it work. <laughs> yeah. you might have to get into a bit of it. Mate. I normally uh, skip skip the first five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now it's gone to Spotify. It doesn't doesn't have, doesn't it, have it. it. Nah, just go straight into the podcast. I skipped ads for a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think that's much, what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's wrap it up. You got something to tell us that no one would know? Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cheeky <yeah>. grin. <laughs> oh, quite. No, I don't know. I suppose I've always, always been something. I suppose just been afraid of failure, mate. I don't know. Like not yeah. being able to provide. That's the biggest thing. I always think about. I suppose here. It's, um, it's always in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know I was why, a lot like that too. Um, but the thing is, when you're avoiding failure, yeah, you're not um, necessarily doing the things you should be doing, or that must make you happy as yeah. well. Yeah, no, no, and it, that's right. There's two sides to it in there. But yeah, yeah it's, I suppose that one is yeah, something I think about a fair bit. But not. I mean, it's easy for me to say too. Like I just got thrown out of essential, you know. <laughs> like so I had no choice yeah, but yeah, actually yeah. leaving that environment. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and actually, yeah. like going all in on a gym and. Mm literally putting every cent I had back into it for like the first 18 months like yeah. you just tend to if that happened again now like I would find a way like yeah. it doesn't yeah, worry right. me like yeah. 
oh, but I was the same. Like you just get so used to comfort, don't you? And yep. you're so and that's yeah, and that's as you add kids to the equation too, like it even more, yeah. more so. Yeah. But there's there's nothing I don't think will turn me hand through, that's for sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like you're still super afraid of failure? No. No, 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 not 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 as much as I used to be, like um, yeah. especially the, the, the outlet, I suppose, you're going back to LTF, gives you as well. Like, and yeah. it, it shows you the possibilities of one's self or worth too, I suppose. So, yeah. you know, you, you're not hopeless. And, yeah, you can do things that, that you didn't think you could, I suppose, yeah. you know. Yeah, fa- fa- failure is not an option. Yeah, yeah that's you know, right. That's the way I look at it down there. So it's, yeah. Just sort of, do your best, eh? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, like, do your you just best. show up, do your best. Yeah. And like that's the thing with the cold shower mentality as well, you know? Like yeah. um someone sent me a book and it's called Eat Eat the Frog. Yeah, okay. And like the mentality is is if you got a shit job to do, just eat the frog, get yeah. it done, you know? Yeah, like that's yeah. similar what I used to think with the cold yeah. showers. Just yeah. get in and it's done. Yeah. If you just keep thinking about it and have it hanging up yeah, your not head. You're not gonna do, do it, or it's got to be done at some point. Yeah. You know, it's just you get to four o'clock in the arvo, then you got to go and do yeah, it. Where right. if you just did it at nine, then it's done. She's done, yeah. yeah. And I always think that with the jobs like at work that I've got to do that aren't my favourite jobs. Like, right, yeah. let's get these ones out of the road first. Get them done. Yeah. <coughs> no. Sure. Is there a best piece of advice you've been given? Um. Jeez, I've been given a fair bit. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose you're gonna do something to do it properly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it, yeah. That's something me and Melissa um, clash on heaps. Probably get up me for saying this one even. It's just like I'm a like I'm perfectionist, I like just do it do it properly and she'll be like, I'll ask her to do something, she's like gonna do it, but just when I ask her to do it, I want it done today. Oh, <laughs> so, oh yeah, I was going to do that next week. <laughs> oh, Karen will have a good laugh at that one too, though. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I'm always half up, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I know when I'm, I'm doing something that I've got to do. Yeah, do it properly. It's done 100%, yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there anything that's happened to you that you thought would be the worst thing in your life but it's turned out to be a blessing? Um... Yeah, I was, but, oh, <laughs> I got well. I got suspended from school when I, when I first got to boarding school, and um, anyway, it's an old story. But what'd you do, or you're not gonna say? Oh, I was just got to fight. It's yeah, always the way. But um, yeah, I got sent home. So mum and dad come and picked us up. It wasn't it wasn't a real good trip home. But anyway, that's that's what happened. And since it a bull got out in the next door neighbour's paddock, so um, we went myself and dad went to get it back and you know it was a shit thing that happened I was suspended but at the end of it the bull ended up putting the wind up the old man and bashing him up pretty good so I was able to um pretty much save save the old fellow that day so being suspended was shit but being yeah. around that time so the old man so that was it's amazing how you can be in the right spot at the right was, time sometimes yeah. that you wouldn't normally yeah, got him got him pretty good he was in hospital for a couple of while. took about 20 years off his life you reckon but yeah right yeah so that was that Pretty scary thought, thing. I guess, eh, if you weren't there. Yeah, it was, yeah. Probably, yeah, it mightn't happen, but you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Where do you want to be in five years other than living on the block? Yeah, no, look, I'd love to be out there. Be um, there in five years, or? Yeah, I reckon. That's yeah. what I want to do, yep. I know, five years, it doesn't take long to go. I mean, um, 
probably because I was only 30, it used to get feels. But yeah, no, that's that's what I love to do. Um, yeah, get a bit, well, I suppose, a bit higher up in my job as well, you know, like in the management roles and things like that. Um, essentially where I need to be. Uh, so that's, you know, machine operations and stuff like that, a bit, a bit beyond me now. Like, um, I won't say I've mastered every single one of them, but yeah, I've, I've enjoyed learning them to get where I've got. But uh, yeah, there's sort of machine challenges. Not really there, it's just a job now, you know. Yeah. I don't see it as a challenge. Um, what we're doing at Minhoo, yeah, it's a challenge. It's, it's no different machine operations, though, so. Yeah. Yeah, I've management roles and stuff like that, but, you know, a bit more education that way. So that's the goal? Yeah, yep. Yeah, nice. And would you be prepared to travel for it? Yeah, I would. Um, yeah. As long as I was coming home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That was the thing, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Do you have a favourite quote? No, no. Jeez. Put you on the spot. I normally send these through, but yeah. obviously. What's it? Sorry, I was always evil can evil support when I was a kid. So <laughs> it'd be definitely one of his. <laughs> bloke that used to light his cigarettes with 100 buck notes, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even think of one at the top of my head, but yeah, it'd be definitely one one of evils. Yeah, sweet. Anything you want to add? No, pretty good. Thanks for having me, mate. It's no worries. Thanks for your time. Market, yeah. Appreciate you uh, jumping in, giving the gym a good go, and now being one of uh, one of the leaders in the gym. There's no doubt. People yeah. look up to you and you lead by example. That's good, mate. Thanks. I'm sick of us not doing this right. That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life. No more I'm sick of us not doing this right That's why I think I'm cutting you from my life No more Wasted energy spending a pace For every hour I wait I need an escape to center me And I don't mean to make a rush for the door But time's a currency I'm currently poor I'll be leaving it soon I don't mean to be rude But this scene ain't for me Like your mom's seeing your news I got Thanks for listening If you haven't Jump over and leave a review Uh, If you like this episode, take a screenshot, pop it on your Instagram story and tag both Jace and I in it. Till next week, later.